Hey, you damn guys. Welcome to Book Club Member Comics. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with... Danielle. Hey. And that's it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh, mega shout out to Aubrey. Yes, Aubs. Book Club co-host. Book Club co-host. Yeah, and all around best friend forever. Yeah, Aubrey's not feeling well this week. He so wasn't we able gave to him, join us. We gave him the the night off. Yeah, we were like, hey, man, you know, take care of yourself. He's, yeah. he's fine, you know, but he's, he's just fine. like a... He's just not feeling well. He's going to take care of so, himself. So, yeah. He needs gonna, some rest. He needs a night off tonight, and that's all good. Yeah, so. but other than that, it's definitely very normal today. Nothing out of the ordinary or special about today. So, I think... Um, sorry, do you hear that? Sorry. Wait. Just give me one second. There's like a... Like a scrabbling sound coming from this drawer. Okay. Oh, hey, look what I found. It's Ross Radke. What are you doing here in this drawer for miscellaneous things, such as dead batteries and pins that don't work? Why don't you throw I, the I, pins away if they don't work, Ross? I don't know. What are you doing in there? <laughs> I got here. <laughs> Please tell me you're organizing all the various cords that don't actually match up with any of the electronic devices in my home, but I hold <laughs> on to them just in case. And it's been over a decade since I last remembered what they went to, but I can't bring myself to toss them. Are you sorting those for me in there? I, Is that what you're doing in there? I will get right on that after okay. I'm done colorizing the paper clips. Good. Do you want a snack? Because I have lemon bars. I'll take a lemon bar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good that you're here with us, Ross Radke. Ross. I'm so glad you're here. He can't. Uh, Ross, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you thank so much you for, for joining, joining us. us. And, and subjecting yourself to that bit. Uh, <laughs> he's in the drawer. I can't help but that he's in there. But also, Ross can't be sorting those stupid cords because he's in the middle of his successful Kickstarter yes. for Stomped. Yet again, another successful Kickstarter for yeah. Stomped, which we're all very excited about. You know, you never know how these things are going to go until they start going, right? Yeah. Yeah. You kind of knew, though. You know, Kickstarter has had some bad press lately in oh. the comics community. Oh, gosh. What I'm excited about is that we are halfway to funding your project, and that is awesome. Yeah, with 24 days still left. Excellent. So we had, like, you know, the initial fundraising event with the announcement. There was a huge uh, push there. So yeah, I thought, the I thought first, that was really exciting. First day, we hit 50%. It's awesome. Um, and, you know, it always slows down a bit after the first day. It's been steady. So, I, you know, I'm pretty confident that we'll be able to beat our goal. Always a little bit nervous. You, you just you just never know. And then we you know with all the stuff that's been going on with the world. I mean, yes, it's just hard not to, to be like, oh hey guys, like here's my comic about monsters. Yeah. Well, and there's something <laughs> I think there's something to be said about supporting good artists that you yeah. that you like, supporting your friends, and uh, making sure that that art is still out there in the world. And of course, you know, you can care about more than one thing at the same time. You can give your time and attention and resources to more than one thing if you like. And I don't think the entire world should, you know, stop just because it's like, yes, of course, these situations are dire and in need of our attention. But of course, I still do support my friend and his art. And I think that both things can be true. So that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Since Stomped is ostensibly set in like the modern day. Yes. I've already had that issue with like trying to figure out the timeline around COVID, like right. maybe COVID just didn't happen in this world where all these sure. monsters are, are absolutely appearing. Right, right. So Stomped originally, I had an idea for a story that was kind of, I was thinking of it as a miniseries or a graphic novel. At that time, I was still working 70 hours a week in retail. Oh, gosh. And I knew I was never going to be able to get this project done. So I came up with the idea of doing the anthology and, and writing self-contained short stories right. that I could collaborate with artists and have the experience of, of working with other creators, yeah. um, taking on like an editorial role. And that was going great. Like it, I, the first issue, it was a modest success, but it was still a huge leap forward and, you know, me wanting to make comics, right? Oh, as for sure. Yeah. But as I kept working on the anthology and, and hearing like feedback and things, it started to become more tied in with this larger narrative that I had in the back of my mind. Yeah. And things, even though the stories still kind of stand alone, I started seeding more ideas and characters and things that I felt I would like to be able to revisit. Yeah. So now, so now with this one, there's some stuff that I had planned that now I'm trying to figure out whether or not to leave it and sure. just not draw attention to it. Or right, right, because of like current events and because of current events, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, 
That's that that sounds like even a more monumental feat on top of, you know, yeah. trying to get your Kickstarter published. But like Danielle said, I think it is important for us to support the arts. Yeah. You know, it's not a lot that you need to contribute to this, no. you know. No. I'm so excited to talk about your Kickstarter, Ross, but before we do that, Ooh. we got a message here from Benny Decker. Benny Decker. Book club member. Yes. Ooh. What is this? I'm loving this so far. <laughs> I'm li- this is great. This sounds like an okay. anime. Alright. Okay. Nice instrumentals there. Here I lie. I read stumped issues one and two. I need more on Kickstarter. What can I do? <laughs> Issue three, the campaign started. We agree. You really should be backing stomp, reading stomp, loving stomp, loving stomp. <laughs> Ross Red Key. Great comic art, you know where to start, it's Ross Red Key. <laughs> With monster fights and the story's tight, it's hard to bear. The campaign just started, so click over there. Aww. Ross Red Key. I need more kaiju and you need it too, it's Ross Red Key. The anthology needs an issue three, it's hard to bear. On Facebook and Twitter, don't forget to share. <laughs> What? What? That was incredible. Was amazing. <laughs> oh. Ross, you got your own theme song oh there. That's goodness. amazing. <laughs> Adorable. Need to figure out how to. Maybe I'll finally not be lazy and make a video for issue four campaign. <laughs> Put that in there. Put that in there. Be dancing around to oh, it. That's man. awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, that was never disappoints me. I know. If never disappoints. If there's any reason to back that Kickstarter, that, it, that was right. it right there. Yes. That's it. We love you. We love you, book club members. Awesome. Benny Decker, amazing. <laughs> that was really good. You want to talk about some of the tier levels to just get like the digital comic to just be able to read yeah. and enjoy the art that you're doing and all yeah, the collaborators so the, that you're working with. The The entry level uh, reward tier is $5 and that's, that's the PDF of issue three. Nice. So I want to say like digital backers are so crucial to the project because... That's what kind of helps cover those unexpected expenses that come up. Even right, shi- right. Shipping, packaging, um, stuff comes, gets their damage and you have to replace it. Um, all the, all right. the like little wow. things that, that you can't entirely predict. Those $5 backers are the ones who are helping mitigate all of those things. I know like as, as a comic fan who's got you know careful about how much money i spend um you know a lot of times i'll go through the the digital option and i and i always wish that i could do more i'm like oh well, like maybe i'll just wait and buy it from them later but you know i, I want people to know like everything makes a difference like everything yes. is so appreciated yeah. that's a really uh i good totally point. understand yeah yeah that's a really good point um you know, uh, even if you can't, you, you wish you could do more, but yes, that digital option, it really does help. And then if you wanted to do a little bit more, what do we have beyond that? Well, first I want to say, because I feel like a lot of people still don't know about this, is Kickstarter allows add-ons. So any reward tier, oh, awesome. you can add print copies of uh, any of the issues. And also any reward tier, you can um, get an art card. Uh, the the ones that I do as commissions for cheaper than what I've been selling them through my website. Nice. And those are like hand-drawn, one-of-a-kind, full-colored markers, and you get to pick the character. Um, so that's, yeah, that's something that anyone can add to any tier. After the $5 digital, there is uh, $8 for the print comic. And wow, that's very reasonable. Yeah. yeah, wow. Especially with the quality that I know yeah, that these comics always... Yeah, that is really cool. I just noticed... A typo on on the Kickstarter page. That oh, okay, it says thirty six pages. The first issue that, that I did I, was 
36 pages in a stretch goal was to add the sketchbook pages to the back. I'm going to put the sketchbook pages in this one. Nice. So it's going to end up being 44 pages. Oh, awesome. Oh, so it's even more pages yeah. than what yeah. is advertised on the page. And again, like the thickness of the paper and the quality, it's like a cardstock, this cover. It's glossy. It's very nice. Like the pages yeah. are all really nice. And it's, you know, $8 for something like this is actually, it's good. Yeah. Same same printer that we did uh, Milagro through too. So awesome! Oh, that was been, a we've quality been pretty book. happy with their with their work and turnaround and customer service. Do you want to shout them out? Yeah, Comics Wellspring. Can't remember where they're based. They're they're in the U.S. Cheaper than some local printers. Uh, obviously, you could get even cheaper printing out of China or something. But I've uh, seen a lot of Kickstarters who've had a ton of delays with shipping issues with COVID and paper shortages and things. Right, so. right. Well, and yeah, and let's support as local as we can, as local yeah. as possible. But if you're if you don't have anything in your immediate area, this is a good alternative to still keep it kind of as much as possible. Yeah, That's great good. idea. I'll uh, put a link to them in the show notes. So then there's the twelve dollar digital bundle. So that gets you every the first three issues. Uh, I had done a, a making of bonus issue that's got all of the scripts and the black and white line art in it and some more sketchbook stuff and then also the little bonus short that was a stretch goal for the last issue awesome yeah so i i like that because if you're just coming on to this and you don't have issue one and issue two here's one where you could just get all of them and you can be totally caught up and get the new Mm -hmm. issue as well that's really a great incentive for twelve dollars that's insane. Yeah. You're that's, three comics. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's like intense. 160 pages of comics or something like that. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. 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 And it's good stuff too. These stomped comics have been awesome so far. Uh, and then for $15, that's the print comic with a signature and the little kaiju sketch on the inside. I love little those remark. little sketches. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Really good. Really good. Then $20 is the print bundle. So that's all three issues. For thirty dollars, that's the print bundle, and all of them will be have the the remark signature sketch. Ooh, I like that. Print um, bundle. Print you bundle. Say. Yes. Yeah. That's then a I big have, stack of comics with the little sketches yeah, little on the remarks. Inside. Yep. Fifty dollars is a comic shop bundle, so that's three copies of each issue, and and one will be signed. I love comic shop bundle. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I also uh, I also like to think of it as friendship bundle. Yeah. You could also like yes. give some of these to some people. You know what you I mean? Give them to like, your man. local comic shop. Yeah. You can do that. Put or them you can in just there. Give them to your buddy yeah. also. Sorry. You were saying because it comes with a little. What does it come with? Three copies of each issue and one will be at the sketch. Awesome. One to keep for yourself. Yeah. Two to give two away. Two to give to friends. Yeah, there you go. Or to your comic shop. Or to both. Or to both. Maybe your comic shops are your friends. Maybe so. There are friends. There are friends. Bedrock City Comics. Bedrock City Comics. <laughs> also at $50 is a... Um, this one I just added. So I'm going to... Anytime I come up with more ideas, I'll, I'll add some stuff. Digital comic and commission. So uh, Hugo wanted to wanted to contribute this one. Um, so he asked me to add it. It's a like amazing deal if you've ever seen his digital commission so it it would be like a high resolution image file that you get uh any character i don't know if he's like limiting right like yeah i don't i don't i don't know well some a lot of uh online artists if you commission them i've actually done this i can't even tell you how many times i love to commission like my favorite artists all the time if i if i have the funds so a lot of them will have like a little sheet that they'll draw up that says what they will do what they won't do and what's negotiable and what you should talk to them about so they'll be like oh we we will do not safe for work but we won't do anything that's like this or we we will do um you know, more than one figure, but we won't do uh, robots. Like I don't like to draw robots or whatever it is that they yeah. do or don't draw. So um, if he if he has anything like that, maybe we could direct people towards his profile, like Instagram or something like that. If yeah, he his, has a place he, where he likes to direct people for commission ins- information. At T Nero Crane. At cool. T N E R O C R A N E. Nice, and I'll also link all these in the Great. show notes. Yeah. Um. So if you're listening to the episode, you can just click on the episode info or whatever, and you'll see all the links in there to Your follow Hugo. I should have said this up at the top, so maybe I'll finish going through the rewards, and then I'll, and then we can go over like we can stick it in all there, the yeah. collaborators. Like absolutely. Like, oh yeah, for sure. We're gonna go through things. that. Oh, I should say too. Sorry, that digital commission from Hugo is limited to five. Oh wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm looking at some of his work here, the samples that are here on the Kickstarter page, and they look amazing. Awesome. He's amazing, yeah. Definitely someone that you want to take advantage of that deal. Yes. Next would be, let's see, where am I? $75, a comic and commission. So that's a commission from me, a six by nine inch. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's a that'll be a black and white. I mean, it might be black and white. It might end up with a spot color or something in it. It might oh, end up grayscale. Okay. You never know. Okay. It's yeah, a really good yeah. deal. I'm just looking at this entire thing I have framed yeah, with your yeah. stuff here. So, and I'm just thinking that's um, such a good deal. There are some really cool samples of his black and white commissions on the Kickstarter page. And one of them is Aubrey's A yeah. that he got from that's last time. Nice. And that's a really good one. Yeah, so those black and white commissions are awesome. That's a great deal. Plus, you get the comic. You're getting the sketch inside yeah. the comic as well. Ross Radke's uh, commissions, really by the like way, it. y'all. Like, you can, you'll say, oh, I'd like this character and maybe doing this. Always adds so much, like, life and all this detail and all this. He packs so much character into each of his commissions. He really cares. And there's so much. It's so dynamic. It's always wonderful. So, yeah, if you can, please take advantage of that tier for sure. Yeah. That that Abe Sapien I did for Aubrey I think is one of my favorite drawings I've done in the last few years. Oh, wow, yeah. the, that's really great. The like water thing in the back. I yeah. started using a marker that was running out of ink, <laughs> and I and then it was like one of those happy accident type things. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll just keep keep going with this. That's yeah, awesome. and, and make it look like it was meant to be that way. It does look like it was meant to be that way. You shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I think. That's cool for people to know about that process. I'm always fascinated by that because it's um, you know, like you said, one of those happy accidents. Like sometimes mistakes are just awesome learning experiences and you're yeah. just so happy that this ended up being that way that you didn't expect and art is forced to be a certain way by things out of your control i think that's fascinating yeah I, I, I mean i probably shouldn't admit this out loud but i have a weird thing where i'm always trying to use up the tools that i have before starting you know you i'll have a big pile of stuff that i bought months ago and i haven't opened it up yet and, and i have all these dying markers that i'm just trying to figure <laughs> out how to make the most of um, I don't. I don't know why. I Does just that make like, sense? Yeah. Try to try sense. to find like the little textural things, like little yeah. scales and absolutely and things. It's like trying to get every little drop of ink out of. The, I love that. Absolutely. I love that sure. idea. That is so cool. If it's still useful, hang on to it. Yeah, for real. I actually have separate little containers for like markers that are new and work this way and then i have another container for markers that are not as new and they work a different way and so like i can kind of switch back and forth depending on what i need yeah. my, my setup of traditional tools is such a mess it's like <laughs> um one of the buff raffles i i got a hellboy lunchbox and i oh, just nice. like throw everything in that yes so it's just a just a big pile of pins and that's awesome that is so cool i love that i've got like different little jam jars and whatever on yeah, my desk for like these are the, the paint brushes yeah. these are the the, the uh, microns and these are the whatevers yeah i try to like put tape on some of them so like if i have multiples of the same pin i know which one's the older one but then <laughs> same i know i do yeah. this yeah i lose absolutely. track of it and and the like the nibs of like the different like endings like a tapered yeah. or a chisel or whatever it is anyway sorry we're getting far too much into this let's keep um, going what are we talking so about next next two rewards are uh, 125 dollars, and they are pages of original comic art what? um the first one is so joshua green he's a Portland artist that um, he's doing the six page backup in this issue. Um, his work is incredible. People are going to be, I think people are going to be blown away. Yeah. Some of these pencil samples here are fantastic. Uh, just really cool stuff. Yeah. He's got a really nice, like clean art line style. And then, and then I'm, I'm coloring his pages. And so it's kind of, I mean, ho hopefully he likes what I did with them, but I kind of I kind of dirty them up with the way that I color because I use a lot of texture and, and things. Oh, yeah, no, there's there's a sample of this here. Wow, it says the wake page one, right? This is what yeah. you're talking about? Very cool. I love this creature design too. Is that you or No, that Joshua? was Joshua. He um, pretty much nailed it on the first couple sketches he sent me. I had a little bit of back and forth on some of the particulars um have you ever what are they called ribbon worms where they spray out their guts 
into like what are you saying to things, me right ribbon now? worms no not and they familiar. shoot out they shoot out these like tentacle guts oh. and then they suck it back in to eat oh. and so that's that's what this thing is doing out of its chest that sounds it's awful it's got these like red red tentacle guts not like that <laughs> it's, it's not great. like that at all this this doesn't really come into play in the little short at all but we were talking about the idea of like this this thing had regrown from a piece of another kaiju jeez so it's still like in the process of becoming a full full thing right i was right, trying to okay. gross stuff all the time <laughs> just forever and i ever. think the ribbon worms are fascinating they're, they're very bizarre you know it can be fascinating and disgusting at the same time <laughs> nature and so yeah so uh yeah that's gonna be like a 11 by 17 piece of uh, artboard Nice. You know, traditionally inked. Um, I think I think he does the same thing that I've been doing. So my pages in the comic will be digital line art. So for the original art, I will be printing those out in blue line and then inking them traditionally. Oh, awesome. Okay. And those, so they'll look a little bit different than the printed page. Right. Um, but I'm only going to do like a one for one. So it's not like I'm yes. going to make multiple copies of the right. same page. You know what's interesting, Ross? You know who I just recently learned does the same process for their pages? Uh, a, fa- a famous Hellboy-related artist that we like? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Who would that be? Tanchi Zanyich. Tanchi Zanyich. Yes, I bought a page recently for Danielle. Yes. Uh, Tanchi Zanyich page. We never had one. And when I bought it, the seller told me that it's printed blue line art, and then he goes back and he does the inks over it. So he's drawing it. I mean, like yeah. he, it's yeah. a physical. Like yeah. he's his his hand is physically involved in this artwork. Yeah. It's the whole page is him. But that's that's drawing on it, painting on it. With that's his, what you're yeah. doing too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that it's really cool. I was like, wow, that's yeah. awesome. And like you said, you're doing you're doing one of each thing, so it's a one of a kind of each yeah. page. You're yeah, it's not it one it's time. not like a yeah. it's not like a one of one print. I know there are some digital artists who do that. That's right. not what this is right um, yeah. i actually got the idea um i think it was i think nick dragata who did like east of west oh yeah he, yeah he, he does that i think yeah i love the blending of those art that's styles, great yeah you know what i mean or blending you know drawing i mean you're... whether or not you're doing digital people really hate on like digital art like oh it's digital well but you still have to paint it in there yeah. or draw it in there and then if you print it out and then ink on top of it like you're drawing all of that like yeah. what you did that. I think it's really cool. You drew it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it is just artists like feeling insecure and stuff because I feel like when when like fans and readers hate on it, they're hating on when it's done bad and it's distracting from the story. Mm. Like if you're if you're reading a big two, you know, Justice League or Avengers book and for five panels one of the characters looks like an actor and then for <laughs> That's a different page. subject they entirely. Look different. Yeah, that's like that's different. That's when I think people get and and so they equate that with digital or or whatever. That has nothing to do with digital because there's a guy who uses a fucking light box to do that. So that has yeah. nothing to do with it. What I'm saying is there are people who will say, "Oh, it's digital," and be like, Ugh. "So you drew that on a computer?" They don't understand that it's the same. It's, I mean, I still drew it, man. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? You know what I mean? So it's anyway. Um, did we actually talk about the page, the Tanchi's on each page? Have we talked about that? We haven't. We need to. Um, it's, can, I, can I say it? Can I say what it is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the Lobster Johnson beating Nazis to death with a luggage rack page. I'm so excited <laughs> yes. about it. I love it so much. Yes. Awesome. Um, it's Lobster Johnson beating Nazis to death with a luggage rack. And I, I'm so fucking happy about it. It's the best. Well, we we'll we'll come back. I have a great story yes. with that. But uh, well, I'm, I'm well, so happy you guys got that page. I know, me too. Oh, I was man, so yeah, excited I when know. he pulled it out. I was like, I know. But we'll, is this mine? I couldn't we'll, believe we'll, it. We'll wrap up talking about the Kickstarter. Yes, yeah, we'll sorry, come, sorry, we'll sorry. Come, we'll, I'm so sorry. I keep getting off more. topic. I apologize. No, I'm the I one was, who brought it up. So anyway. I was just, I couldn't but believe go, that but, that was the page because that is like one of my all-time favorite fucking pages. Anyway. Please, let's continue. Okay, the next one is $150. That is a 6x9 color commission. Color commission, yes. And that's the... That's the tier that I backed last time. Yeah. And so I had to go ahead and back it again this time. We have time so much too. original artwork from Ross Radke <laughs> no, at this point, and it's I awesome. We're going to get some more. So, um, Ross, your stuff is such quality. And yes. I, and 
as someone who I'm in a position where I'm I'm privileged to be able to buy original art. Right. You know, I, I do feel like your stuff is at a bargain. You know what I mean? Under price uh, to to buy stuff from other dealers, and then not only that, but you're getting the comic, yeah, and you're getting the signature sketch in the comic. But you do really great stuff. You always go above and beyond, yes. with those commissions. Um, Which, I've if you have the opportunity it. to tip your artists that you're commissioning from, please do this. Yeah. And I was also thinking, Ross, you know, you were talking about add-ons and you were talking about if you think of suggestions, you know, I was thinking of, suge- of a suggestion because for my idea, I have an idea right now. I don't want to talk about it on the air because I don't want anyone to oh, steal my shit. idea. Okay. I think it's such a great idea and I want Ross to do it before anybody else does it <laughs> because it's such an awesome idea. But anyway. What's uh, your idea? I, I well I well for, first let me tell you first let me ask let me let me finish my thought here. Um, could you do an add-on where you add like additional character to the commission? Like maybe I want to get a set a second character within that same six by nine color. Right, Would that be possible to do like an add-on for something like that, or maybe with the black and white? If you get the black and white for seventy-five, maybe you could do an add-on where you add you could add like another character in there. What, so, what do you think about that? The main thing, I mean, you, any anybody can message me on Kickstarter or any other social media. Um, I'm always happy to like be flexible. So for for like a six by nine commission, the only thing I'm working against is space. So any yes. any extra characters is just going to be less detail on those characters. Right, um, right. So it kind of just depends yeah. on what what the idea is. There are a lot of artists that, again, on their like little one sheet that they have, will say like, "Oh, additional characters are this much extra, and up yeah. to up to a certain amount of characters." Like they'll do up to three characters, and they'll be right. like, "And that's a separate deal or whatever." But yeah, the reason I started doing those um, nine card set commissions, yeah, I did a few over, over the holidays. I've got one more; I still need to finish. They're amazing, by the way. I have an good. idea for one of those. He's got too, a really good I, idea for but one, I, but, but I'm yeah, waiting on that. We're too. waiting. I just wanted to have a excuse to practice drawing like small full figures <laughs> you know nice. like because because oh, when i'm drawing wow. digitally i i can zoom in and out and do whatever um and i felt like i was not getting the opportunity to develop a shorthand for what oh, right how my how do i interpret a body or a face yeah or whatever when it's only you know, one by two inches. Like yes. we were talking about with Mignola, yeah. like, oh, this, it's just a shape, but you can tell what it is, etc. Right. So yeah. trying to find the right balance of like enough detail because, because like the nineties Marvel cards that this idea was inspired by, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're painting those at a larger scale and then right. shrinking them down and shrink cards. Yeah. I'm actually drawing them on these straight onto two the two by yeah. three trading cards. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenge. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, it's fun. It's, it's, but it was something like, I created a commission that I wanted to do to practice something. I wanted to practice. <laughs> it was like, I, you know, my whole thing is like, how can I get people to pay me to practice? Something? <laughs> That's so awesome. And people are <laughs> loving those sketch cards. Cause they're great. Well, I think that yeah. it's a, the only a true master of their craft will admit that mastery is not possible. So I think that when you say I'm trying to practice this, you're saying I'm continuing in my craft. Who's going to support me? And the answer is a lot of people because yeah. you're great. I want to tell you guys a story. So, because it's one of these things that I'll never forget. When I was in like fourth or fifth grade, and and I, I mean, I, I've been drawing my whole life, and so that was like kid. You know, kids would offer to give me their lunch money to draw them something. What? So I'd wow. get like some kid would give me five dollars to draw some character for them. And then my mom found out, and she was like, "Ross, you can't do that. Like no, that's the what? lunch money." They have to eat lunch, right? <laughs> so, so she's looking at it from a parent's perspective of yeah, like, exactly. you know, like the parents didn't give them five dollars to so that you could draw no, a, yeah. a monster for them. They gave you five dollars to get a sandwich, yeah. which which makes sense. But like, so I always had it burned in my mind that it was wrong for me to sell my artwork. Oh no, and, she didn't actually like, give the rest wow, of the lesson, which yeah. is. Yeah, this is not an appropriate setting in which to do this, but I am proud of you because I think that's great, and yeah. you can do that in this other setting. That right. never Let's was out the a way rest for of you that. To, yeah, or right. She didn't so say, yeah, "Here's like, five dollars, draw me a monster, Ross." It's okay now to do it. That was never the thing that happened. Okay, but so that, you're yeah, not like, wrong. It it's took not wrong. A while yeah. to like get 
get comfortable with the idea that yeah. that my artwork could be a, a commodity. That oh, I'm so sell, sorry. That's right? what you ended up taking away from that. <laughs> that's such a, yeah, that's a hard, that's really tough because you obviously are incredible yeah. and you, your, your work is worth what you charge and more. I think that it's, yeah. you, you really undercharge for what you do, but that's obviously a lot. I, you know, and you're not alone. A lot of artists, I see this online a lot. A lot of artists are in the same position of they don't want to charge too much because then they're not going to get as much commissions they think but then they don't want to you know they're not charging enough so they're not making what they could make and etc and so yeah. it's kind of an individual struggle and it's an ongoing battle and you're going to be doing that your whole career probably <laughs> yeah I mean, but I'm, you're not alone I'm, so i'm finally now at the point where my commission wait list is long enough that i can yeah. raise my prices a little yes. bit <laughs> to to like help keep my wait list at a reasonable length yeah, I do it too. Yeah, no, people come true. up and they say, oh, you should be charging much more for this. And I'm like, what do you want to give me? And then they <laughs> yeah. stop saying that. And then yeah. they just pay me what the what the price is. I've had some clients that I had a, like repeated illustration work with where, you know, at some point you had to say, hey, like, I know this is what I have been charging you, but this is what I would be charging you if you were a new person approaching me about the project like this or, or commission like this. And I don't and think it's inappropriate to say, Hey, this is just a courtesy, you know, just reaching out to send a courtesy email to say, I am going to be raising my prices and this is what it's going to be going forward. And thank you so much for your support. And I look forward to, you know, your continued yeah. patronage and et cetera. Pretty fortunate. I would say like in general, I haven't, I haven't dealt with any really like nasty or toxic people. I know I know they're out there, and I know that a lot of artists do have to deal sure. with that. I've I've been very lucky so far. Blocked. Yeah. You know. Yeah. People them. people are like totally understanding, and you know, in, in situations like that, usually kind of like meet them halfway. Well, I'm until... sure people would be happy for you in general to be like, yeah, yeah. understandable. Thank you for letting me yeah. know. Like, you know. Next one is the $200 digital art pack. So this is one I just added as well. I'm going to I'm going to send out an update. We're in the high uh, rollers for, arena for the end now. Of the, oh, end yeah. of the first week to kind of fill people in on some of the stuff that I okay. added after the launch. But Nice. So this is going to be every issue of Stomp Digital that we've done so far plus three high resolution commissions. Um, one from me, one from Hugo, and then one from Andre Diaz, who did wow. a story from the first issue. Of yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's amazing. Again, this particulars of the commissions, we'll kind of have to hash out the details with each artist individually, like how, yes, yes, how yes, much. Yes, but this is a great deal. But, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I kind of told them, like, this is the price point I want it. So what you would be willing to do for that price right. point if we're, you know. Splitting it amongst the three of us, right? Yeah. So you're getting three digital comics, and you're getting three digital commissions by three different artists. That is so. Yeah, that's really good. That's yeah. a small amount of money. Yes. Everyone. <laughs> that one's limited to three. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Understandable because so you've right. already racked up so many commissions. You're gonna you've committed yourselves <laughs> to here. So understandable. I mean, this these Kickstarters, it's my basically my commission list for the year. Yeah, right. oh, yeah. pretty much. Um, so then the last one is the $300. So it's a 9 by 12 commission, full color. This is the and, large comic ooh. commission. Yes. If anyone has, uh, please look at the Kickstarter page and check yeah, out the samples look of at these. It. Because these, Ross, you just like throw Jeez. everything at the wall Golly. for these large color commissions. I mean, it is... Uh, truly impressive the amount of detail yeah. and character and just it is really amazing i mean if you have the funds this is the one that you want to go for um you're just going to get a knockout amazing full color commission with so much detail and wow yeah it's very impressive i love this mojo with spiral and that, all the tv the, screens that That's... one took me so long yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was one where i'm like okay i'm raising my prices after i know this. right yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I mean i did it to myself i wanted actually in that case the person who commissioned me gave me a few different ideas and i was like i really want to draw mojo and i know i'm gonna regret it yeah after oh, the fact but i, I wanted an excuse to like do all those funky wires and stuff out of his head <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff so that's yeah. nine, nine by 12 is what that is yeah 
Okay. So, yeah, let's backtrack a little bit and talk about the collaborators that you're working with on this issue because that's Who's one, doing this? Yeah, it, it's been really cool um, to follow the Stomp series. Every set of issues, you have different artists that you're working with. And so I think it's really nice that you're working with a huge set of artists all, all across the world. Yeah. I think it's really been amazing. So talk about some of the artists that you're working with on this issue. Originally, the idea, I, I, I wrote eight stories and I wanted a different artist for each one as as we kind of progressed and people had to back out for various reasons because we had to delay this issue first first because of the pandemic and then because of Milagro took up such a huge chunk of time right Um, so it's been a year between the issues which wasn't originally the plan so for this issue, I decided to come back and, and draw one of the stories myself. Yay! And Yay. the and then uh, Hugo Fiopomoy, which I know I'm saying his name wrong. I apologize. Um, he's he's from Spain, and he drew the story Mass from issue two. I so remember, yeah, back. awesome. And so the, this story um, was not one of the original eight that I had written. I wrote this one for him because I had an idea for a character that I wanted to introduce to hopefully kind of set some stuff up for later stories. So, so I'll say this, I had this idea for a character that was actually kind of like the, the inspiration was sort of silly. It was, um, there's a Ukrainian metal band ginger that I really like. Yeah. And so, so I was kind of referencing the singer for the character for the artist that's like fun. this is kind of the look that I that I kind sure, of had yeah. in mind, um, mixed with a Olympic athlete, right? Oh, fun! And and so then we decided to. I, I wanted this character to be like embracing kind of like the international feel of the story so far. Awesome! Awesome! So we ended up deciding to set it in Ukraine, and so now now with the timing of of the news and things like right, right, uh, right, I might try to downplay some of that. And I appreciate you saying something because that is just a a complete coincidence that you were not in control of, obviously. So we just want to say that right out. And uh, yeah, so that's, yeah. I mean, like I tried to working on these stories, like I'll, I'll reach out to people that I, not necessarily people I know, but like people on Twitter, people on Instagram who are from these countries, you know, the first, First issue, the story was set in Spain because that's where the artist was from. So yeah. I was like, set it, set sure. it wherever you want, right? Um, and so, you know, I tried to, I tried to like get some little details and things that would make it feel right. authentic and not, not like a, a stereotype or anything. Uh, sure, yeah. And the story could honestly be set anywhere. <laughs> so you know it just it just happened to be somewhere right that is, uh, right, right. Now. wow but i think it's important for us to to separate that like okay this fictional setting that i put however long ago i made this and then like currently today how i feel about the, what's actually happening in the yeah. real world that's not those are not connected so i'm glad that it's we like were able many, to put that out there for you how many today. movies and and comics and stuff had to change stuff after 9-11 exactly not, in new york not and all saying that, yeah. that what I'm doing is anywhere near the level of significance. I'm just saying that I want to have that level of sensitivity. Of course. And we appreciate that. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who appreciate that. I'm glad that you said something. Absolutely. We want to get that out there and make sure that everyone understands that like, yeah, we support Ukraine and we absolutely condemn what Rush is doing. And so that's good. And it was just a coincidence. Hey, what kind of podcast is this? We're talking about comics. (laughs) No, I don't. There are people listening to us. And as long as people listen to us, we have to make sure that they understand. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. How we feel about that. But I'm glad we want to say that, like, we support, you know, your project, but we also know that you do not support destroying Ukraine at all. The the character in this is at the the downward path of what would be a redemptive arc. There it is. Yeah. This is a setup for, for future stories. So me and Hugo, so both of us, you know, we, if people have read the first two issues, then they've seen our work before and they kind of know our take on, on this, this genre. Uh, Joshua Green is an artist who lives in Portland. Uh, so he's he's close enough. I've met him in person. He oh. helped me out actually when we were promoting Milagro. I was going into all the comic shops in Portland. Oh wow! And he was my like he volunteered to like chauffeur me around and like oh, took me so to awesome. all of his favorite shops and introduced me to people. And that's he's nice. a really great nice. guy. Yeah. Wow. So it also I sounds mean, like a lot of fun. 
yeah so when we were hanging out i mean he's like hey I, if if you've got anything from me like i'd totally be down to, to contribute something and at that time I'm, i didn't but i'm like i'm gonna figure something out yeah yeah so i i shuffled for this issue there was a lot of shuffling as different artists had originally committed to it over a year ago had to back out and things sure so, and projects come up etc yeah. yeah so th- things worked out i think for the for the best because I, I really like the the team that we have for this issue it's it's yeah. a very action-oriented issue and then uh hassan Oxman el how hope uh, i said his name right he is coming back to do lettering he does yes. an amazing job awesome he is also uh he has a youtube channel called strip panel naked where they how, do, how does he put it like looking at some of the coolest stuff in the best comics or something like that. That's great. Yeah. We like that. Um, after the last one, I started following him, following him on Twitter. He's got an amazing Twitter um, yes. also awesome. as well. So yeah, great follow, awesome YouTube channel. All that stuff is really good. He also, he also edits a magazine called Panel by Panel, uh, which is a comics journal that oh. uh, digital, but it's, not it's not like fluff reviews. It's like in depth analysis of the craft of making comics. And oh, he has that's absolutely really my jam. Yeah, cool. Um, there's a re- there's a feature issue on Ultra Mega that was really good. He's done one for with Danny Warren Johnson. I think it was for Extremity. Oh, but yeah, okay, I mean, awesome. The, the the selection of stuff they look at is very diverse. I mean, there's cool. it's introduced me to a lot of books I probably would never have heard of otherwise from across the spectrum of web comics and young adult graphic novels and you know independently you know published things international books it's it's a really great it believe they have an eisner for best comics journalism drop that name one more time yeah panel by panel panel by panel so it's it's panel panel x panel right right right. awesome excellent so yeah i mean he's he's one of the people like my appreciation of the art of lettering is largely due to him. So having him being able to work on this book, love to hear that. Is so it's so great. Like, yeah, I, you know, I, I really like his work, and my awareness of of the craft that goes into it is yes. so much, so much. Like, I owe it to him. So. Oh, love to hear that. Fantastic. That's really cool, man. I'm I'm yeah, so know, glad that you got to collaborate on that. I don't know how he has time. Like, he's he's <laughs> got all these things that he's. I mean, he's. He does a lot of lettering for books for like Boom and IDW and and other publishers. Like he's a busy guy. I wonder that about you though. I'm like, how did you have the time to come hang out with us today (laughs) in my drawer, in this drawer full of things? Yeah, so you can definitely... (laughs) Just completely ignore that. You can definitely follow Ross, Hugo, Joshua, and Hassan's uh, social medias. I'm going to link them all. I'm also going to link the link to the Kickstarter because I think it's really worth it to check out some of the samples of the art i think just kind of what you have presented here looks really amazing you know kickstarter gave you the projects we love yep. little tag on there so i thought that was really cool despite what i mentioned earlier about kickstarter i mean I, as much work as it is to run a crowdfunding campaign and as much nail biting as it can be the the tools that they have available i mean they make they make this attainable for someone like me who has been um you know working a full-time job and things like if i was just trying to do this on my own without these sort of resources i don't think it would be possible right i don't i don't necessarily have the money to go print a, a run of 200 copies of something on my own without being able to reach out to a community of people right, who are already right. fans of comics yeah already fans of the monster genre i will say like Kickstarter has nice demographics tools so that I can see where people are coming from to find the project. Oh, cool. And a significant portion comes directly from the people who are just browsing Kickstarter. Oh, wow. Like like people, it'll say like discovery, anthologies, recommendations, wow. projects we love. Like I can see how many people are coming from just finding it by browsing Kickstarter. That's so cool. They're like, this looks cool. And I'm going to do it. Yeah, for, awesome. for me, that's really important because I'm yeah. still trying to to build um, build an audience and build a following of people who are fans of, of this. And, you know, I can I can post it as many times as I want on Twitter and Instagram and right. Facebook, and it's it's going to the same group of people. Right. Yeah. And well, they've broken their own to, algorithms or whatever. Yeah. At that point, so trying to get past that 
that yeah. algorithm block or whatever. Fucking I mean, bullshit. it's yeah, it can be tricky, and so that's that's one of the reasons why I decided to to stick with Kickstarter for this project and sure. at least at least see it through um, through the four issues that I had planned. Yeah, definitely. We're all glad that you did because we all want to see it yeah, happen. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Do you have any little? Special little fun little anecdotes, just like a fun little behind the scenes little outtakes for us. Something goofy. <laughs> Anything goofy happen? I don't, I don't know. Like, like, what was it like going on your adventure with Joshua Green to all the comic book stores? Did you all like Sounds talk like about little... comics? Did you, yeah. um, did you all like buy any comics or anything like that? I, I didn't because we. I believe that Portland has the most comic shops per capita of any what? city in the U.S. Wow, that's I think awesome! I that somewhere, so you're peddling so, your wares over there. Yeah, we hit up as many as we like could. That's great. And most of the places were pretty positive. Oh, um, nice. Like there was one that we went into, and someone, some customer, just saw me handing it to the clerk, and he's like, "Dude, this looks awesome! Like, how much?" How much do you want for it? Oh, and so, that's so like, nice. I, I sold a copy just like right that there. That's so um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about, yeah. It's like, oh, this looks great. Give it. What is this? That's awesome. That's something John would do for sure. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> would it was, he would be that guy, which is was, awesome. Because I don't, I don't live close enough to Portland. Like, I don't get up there very often, especially with the pandemic. Um, right. So that was, it was really nice because that was kind of when things were starting to settle down, or at least we thought they were at that point. And yeah. yeah, it was great to like hang out with someone who's kind of also getting their, you know, start in this industry, kind yeah, of yeah. trying to make their, uh, I don't like using the term breaking in anymore because I feel like that has a connotation of like, well, if you didn't draw Spider-Man or Batman, you're not really... Right. it's a process is, it's an ongoing yeah. process it's a yeah it's a journey well and so, i think I, I think now independent comics have so much more exposure that yeah. it, yeah. It, it you can be competitive i mean you, yeah. you you can use this platform to do something different it, comics aren't just confined to what the big two are, are constantly doing mm-hmm. all the time and there are so many amazing independent pioneers that have made this possible and i think that I think we all really appreciate what you're doing, that you're just sort of forging ahead and, and doing your thing. And that's we really appreciate that because we want to see these. This is great. It was so great to get to like talk face to face with another creator about like common interests or, you know, yeah. things that like, oh, yeah, this is really inspiring to me. And I'm like, I've never heard of that or I've never read that. And I, don't, I haven't had a lot of opportunities to do that outside of comic conventions because I've been, you know, so busy with work, you know, my, I didn't, I didn't go to art school. So yeah. having any, any opportunity to like hang out with someone and mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's one thing to like tweet back and forth, but it's, it's another thing to be able to like sit down, eat lunch with someone and just have a conversation. No, there's absolutely so much value in that. I'm so glad that you got to have that experience. That's so special. That's fantastic. I mean, that's, that's kind of what, uh, how like Matt Strackbine and I met, when because he came down to rose city comic-con that one year man when i was right right as i was starting work on the first issue of stomped you know and then and so now fast forward about a year or so and we put out a graphic novel together yeah that's amazing really cool and i love um another thing i was going to say is like i I, I love supporting independent comics in this fashion too because I love all my extra shit. I yeah, like to get the extra, the extra stuff. stuff. You know what I mean? Give me the little remark. I, I will put extra money for that. Mm-hmm. I'll put extra money for the remark and the commission or, you know, and what the I mean? sketchbook pages. With and the stuff. sketchbook pages and all that kind of stuff. I mean, give me that stuff. I, I'll pay extra for that. And, and to know that. You know, it's kind of got that exclusivity too because it's only you well, know it's, it's, special it's available through the it's Kickstarter and not that you know thing. and usually you can still buy some of this stuff um, later through your shop, but it's I, I like to support it through the Kickstarter. Yeah, you know, you get a better price too and stuff like that. Well, and so. you're supporting directly, and yeah. you know where that money's going. It's going towards exactly. the creators and yeah. And so I highly recommend um, that you, if you haven't supported um, the Stomped Kickstarters before, that you do. And there's a tier where you can get all the comics that you missed, you know, plus some extra stuff from Ross and the gang. I think that is really cool, and I'm so excited for your project. So we'll be hyping you up every week, you know, for the next couple of weeks until this thing is funded. I'm sure it'll be funded soon. Where are you right now in the middle of the project? I mean, obviously yeah. you're working on the Kickstarter in terms of funding, but 
what how is the creative process going so uh hugo is insane like he's done with all of his art um and and he was like i had another artist lined up it didn't work out and i was like hey i i wrote i've got an idea for a story that i think would be really good for you like i was thinking about you drawing it specifically so i sent him the script and some and then start sending me finished pages before i've even seen any like thumbnails wow i had to like a couple times i was like you know i'm i'm still learning how to be a good writer how to collaborate with and the collaborative process yeah all of that so so like there was a few times where he's sending me finished art and i'm like oh that's whoa, 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 not whoa, whoa, what wait. i had in mind but like yeah like, and, but he's so great like he will immediately <laughs> like make changes and like yeah, i don't know wild. how he gets it done so fast amazing and yeah i mean there was a couple pages that we went back and forth on a few times and I was kind of like giving him a hard time. I was like, you know, this is why people usually will send me thumbnail sketches mm, first. You could save yourself a lot of trouble, <laughs> to right. be fair. You know? Wow. But no, that that's is, amazing. The though. enthusiasm yes. is there, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's just, which is awesome. And he, my layouts tend to be very, uh, you know, not, I don't, I don't use like a perfect, like, nine panel grid or anything but i like everything to be in its panel for the most part i don't overlap things all that much anymore he's like more i'd say stronger like manga influence so there's constantly stuff breaking panels and very creative kind of different flow to it oh nice yeah so it's so fun to see how he's interpreting my ideas because his fascinating line art and figures like are are kind you know like there there's some similarities in our art styles right but there's but i think that where we differ a lot is just our approach to storytelling and he he definitely is pushing yeah. things like very dynamic coming at you in your face awesome very heightened emotional like acting on the characters and things so yeah that's been that's been a ton of fun so he's yeah his his art's been done for a while and and i sent that over to get lettered <laughs> that's amazing, that's amazing um, yeah <laughs> Yeah, Joshua knocked all of his pages out of the park, like got through them pretty quickly. And um, so I I colored his pages. So that was a ton of fun as well. Um, That's the second time. So on issue two, I colored uh, Guy Pradell's line art. The amount of collaboration in these projects is so fascinating to me. Like there's so many different levels to like you're writing it and he's drawing and then you bring it back and you color it. And it's all this. There's just so much back and forth on that. Yeah, Yeah. I was so excited when I got his pages that it killed my momentum on my own pages. Oh, no. Because I was just like, oh, no. I don't want to look at my stuff anymore. I just want to color this. Oh. Um, so that was that was fun. I, since his story is only six pages, I don't want to give it all away before sure, we sure, yeah. put out the book. But I'll probably share at least another page before the campaign's done because... Yeah, his works it turned out really great. I think. Yeah, and then and then so mine, my, I'm of course I'm going to be the one who's always lagging behind. Um, <laughs> I am almost done with all the line art, and I've colored or started coloring most of the pages. My my process is not as linear as I wish it was, so I will like draw a couple panels on page ten, and then jump back and draw a couple panels on page six, and then I'll start coloring page eleven, and then finish coloring. Hey, if that's page how two. it has to be, you know, yeah, it what it is, man. I used to think that that was wrong, but I realized yeah. now yeah. that like any progress is progress. Yes, however so you get I'm, it done. Yeah. If I'm burnt out, like this is advice I'd give to people too who yeah. are working full time trying to get stuff done. If you're totally burnt out at the end of the day, like lay down some flats. You know, yeah. like get that lasso tool and just lay down some flat colors. Or um, one thing, trying to get through Milagro, I would draw the panel borders um, for the next the page I wanted to work on the next day. And I'd yeah. like, you know, drink some tea before bed. And like, yeah. okay, I'll, I'm going to like draw these nice. panel borders. I absolutely hop around between yeah. tasks when I'm trying to get uh, artwork done. Like I, like you said, you know, lay out some flats or do this or do that. I'm like, I need to do this line work. Well, you know what? It's going really sluggish today, so I'm gonna switch over and do a different aspect of this project. Yeah, I'm gonna do like, a different project I'm working on. So it's like it all still has to get done. It doesn't matter what order you get it done in, as long as it's getting done. I think that that's very important to talk about for sure. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's great advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, another thing like spot blacks, right? Like if if I'm yeah. 
if I don't have the focus to do the attention to like the details, oh yeah, for sure, and just lay in all the shadows. I know, did this or, yesterday. I was like, I can't do this anymore. This line art that I'm working on, I have to switch to a different thing, and I just switched to a different thing because it was like, look, it's it's all it's all gotta happen. So it doesn't and, matter which yeah. one I get done first, you know, but what, yeah. What I find too is sometimes you do some of those more like um, brainless or like kind of go more on autopilot for some uh -huh. things. Yeah. And then you start to build up the momentum yes. and you're like, you know, I think I could finish this panel after all. Absolutely. You know? And you get that, like you said, you get that momentum going and you get that motivation back to go back and be like, well, actually I do want to kind of fill some of this in and do this part again, because this is, you know, and it gets, it sparks it back up. So yeah. When, like you said, if you're feeling burnt out, try a different thing for a little bit. It's fine. And I, actually. I kind of have embraced a little bit of, of where you notice all the mistakes as soon as you post it. Right. Mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. or like you notice all the things that you wish you changed as soon as you yeah. save, you know, the file name, final and all caps, final, final, final. 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 <laughs> you know, and yeah. as soon as you do that and, and, and you, you, you export that one, then you're like, Oh no, I got to fix that hand. Or yeah. whatever. So, so like <laughs> yeah. I will try to, part of the reason I start coloring and things before the line arts finished sometimes is, is to like trick my brain into looking at it. Like this is a finished thing Just that commit. I'm not going to critique, commit to it. And, 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 and like, like telling myself it's finished before it really is, yeah. is going to help me decide, okay, do I really need to change that? Or is it fine the way it is versus like getting hyper fixated on like one thing. Yeah. Like a hand or reworking something. It yeah. and reworking it and reworking it. It's like, no, just, just move on, get done with the page. And then, you know, if you get through everything fast enough, you can go back and fix the stuff that's really yeah. standing out to you as like, as needing work. That's one of the advantages of working digital. Yes. Yeah. So. And knowing the difference between, okay, this is done, but I can keep that in mind for future projects. Right. And that'll yeah. inform yeah. my process next time as when I take this similar thing on again, I can keep that in mind and I can improve it and it's so on and so forth. And kind of knowing the difference between should I keep reworking this or should I just save that enthusiasm for the next thing that I'm doing because I can't stay on this forever. Yeah. So I, I get that for sure. One of the most important things that I learned working on Milagro with Matt and um, Guillermo was having a deadline. Yep. Um, and, and, <laughs> and creating, creating the workflow that I knew I needed to do and the timeline to get it done and sticking to it where, you know, I, I, are there things that I wish I could go back and wish I had drawn differently? Sure. But I tried to create a process that would allow me to do my best work in the time that I had. And that sounds uh, very sensible. And I think a lot of good advice for a lot of up and coming artists who might be listening to you wondering, how can I create a successful project the way that Ross Radke has done? Yeah. I think that that's very, that's, that's some very sensible uh, advice. I'm so excited for this Kickstarter and uh, I'm excited for my reward too, for, for my commission. Uh, my so commission excited idea. already. You know, um, I, I, I forgot to mention, you know, last year I wanted to commission um, Nimue. Uh, with mm -hmm. the with, with the raven crown mm -hmm. and so that's what i asked for and then in return you gave me this incredible sketch that was like beyond Way what i had asked for amazing this incredible uh full color commission of nimue and she's got the hellboy skull in her hands and it's only got one eye uh, that was so cool and it's like your own twist on the story and stuff like that I thought that was really every incredible. single thing that I got from Ross has something like that. Well, in there. yeah, when we were Over talking here, about the sketch guys. cards, yeah. when we were talking about the sketch cards, this Howard's one is just it's fantastic. Incredible, yeah, yeah, it's it's nuts. Uh, the amount of detail it's and the stuff. All of them are. I mean, they're all. And I'll be just, sure to post uh, yes. some samples of all the amazing commissions that we've got from Ross over the years and over the uh, other successful Kickstarters that he's done with his awesome collaborators um, on our social media. So you can check that out and, you know, think of your own ideas that you want for Ross to do for you. And, you know, take this opportunity to not only it's get very some awesome comics, but to get a really cool rad yeah. piece of art in a timely fashion. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, in a timely fashion and in a, you know, with some good quality and stuff like that. And so. he's not going to be offering commissions like this. This is, this is it. I mean, he's yeah, got like enough this, on his plate, yeah. you know? So personally, I'm really excited about the digital one 
because yeah. I'm curious if people will try to tie them all together somehow. Mm. Like I'm curious what people will come up with that, like three versions of the same character mm. or three characters around the same idea. Right. You know, there's some, there's some, uh, I think people could do some fun things with that. Uh, yeah. I think that'll be fun because, because for me, I get to see, Hugo and Andre draw something, right? Right, like, right. Yeah, that's so. gonna be really interesting. Awesome. But yeah, take advantage of this because this is very rare. Ross Radke does not have time to be doing a whole lot of these, <laughs> so this is good. This is yeah. your opportunity if you yeah. wanted some original art from him. Yeah, and that, and also those digital commissions are gonna be really cool Super too. Good. That's a really good opportunity to get three different commissions from three different artists. That's I very love enticing doing as well. Commissions. Yeah. I love. I found really so many stuff. artists just on Instagram that I really like, and I've struck up like online conversations and dare i say maybe even you know acquaintanceships or even some friendly friendships with them and there i i love i originally followed them because i like their art and then they'll post saying they're open commissions and i'm like well, hell yeah i'm gonna buy some art from these people so yeah. if you feel that way about ross's art this is your chance this is it he's opened the commissions here on this kickstarter check it out and these books are gonna be i mean these books are amazing and this this next one's gonna be great can't wait you know i always want to make sure i make a point of saying that all the stuff that i'm doing now i feel like i owe so much to you guys um for for supporting what i'm doing um supporting you know artists in general creators in general creating such a positive community uh around you know the hellboy book club and and then just having seen that grow over the last few years when i when i think back about what i would have been doing at this point you know in 2019 <laughs> i'd be busting my ass at walmart um, <laughs> you know like i so yeah. much has changed so much yeah. has changed for me personally in the last few years and and you guys have definitely been a part of that and have had like a that is so good to hear me, so that is I, amazing to hear i appreciate that so much i appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast who's uh supported the last few kickstarters uh the first two issues of stomped in milagro you know it, it took something that for years was kind of this nebulous idea you know now now it's like now it's in your hands it's real yeah i've done it i've I've held comics that i have drawn and i couldn't you know four years ago i i I could not have imagined that and so it's it's we can't be more excited for you yeah and well it's it's thank you thank you so much for being here with us today and yeah uh, in this little drawer we yeah. appreciate that so much. <laughs> yeah, and this is what it's all about, right? Yes. It's about friendship. It's about supporting our friends. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and like a- you mentioned, the community and everything. I mean, we're yeah, very grateful and, for and, that as well. And I like to, you know, it's really interesting to think about that Ross and Matt met each other because of the podcast. They knew each other. Amazing. And they went to the con together. Book and club members. They independently now are doing these other things. That's and it's so just great. like, wow, you know, that's how things happen. And yeah. Yeah, just really cool to Being be a part of involved that is a, with any, is any an aspect of that yeah. at all. And it's uh, it's always just a pleasure to have you on the show, Raw. So, and I'm beating Nazis to death with a luggage rack. Oh, I was gonna talk about that. Dang it! I said I was gonna talk about that, yeah, and I didn't. Do it. Punches on each page. Yeah, I'll talk. I'll tell the story really quick. So, yeah. oh, obviously, when we read uh, back on the Hellboy Book Club, when we read Kaput Mortem, yeah. that Lobster Johnson story, we just fell in love with the idea of him beating these Nazis with a luggage. It rack. was, but it's also just the. The pages it's like themselves were so yeah perfect and just well orchestrated. Every panel was so beautiful, like the just that it was so dynamic and it was so perfect, and that it was just the composition chef's of the kiss. Action it and was everything. so yeah. So uh, so I'm sitting there and uh, I'm scrolling on Twitter, and Tanchi Zonich is posting on Twitter, and he's like. Thank you, everybody, for joining my sale over the weekend. Oh, no, we missed it. I sold a lot of pieces, and there's pictures of all the pieces that he sold, and yeah. in there is that page of Lobster Johnson mm. uh, beating someone with a luggage rack. So I'm like, oh, shit, oh. I missed it. Yeah. First of all, I'm like, oh, my God, this page is for sale? And then I'm like, oh, I fucking We didn't even it. realize, yeah. I didn't even know it, because it, it happened over the weekend. I immediately, the yeah. post that had that picture of that page, I commented, do you know if this page sold? And he was like, I don't know, but this guy can tell you. The, the, the he, dealer, the art He gave dealer. me yeah, the email yeah, yeah. To, the, to the dealer. So you contacted the guy and then like, what did you say? He was like, I have it. He goes, oh. it's uh, it's it's available. Um, and he was telling me he was just about to post it. Oh, to, man. The page was about to get posted to Splash Page Comic Art for sale. 
I have like maybe minutes before right. this page is going to get posted. It's like in this little uh, limbo state. So I called Aubrey. Yeah. And I'm like, I have a chance to buy this page. I explained the whole thing to him. <laughs> and I'm like, it's the page with Lobster Johnson bursting in and hitting the Nazis with a luggage rack. And I was like, is it worth spending this amount of money for what is essentially an inside joke? And Aubrey was like, yes, you should do it. He was <laughs> for like, what it's worth. My appreciation goes so much deeper than that yeah. for this page. And so I think that that's what he was banking on. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, um, I was able to get the page. Yeah. It arrived quickly. It arrived in amazing condition. It's a stunning page. Yep. Um, we don't have any Tanchi Zanyich no, artwork, yeah. original artwork, and I've always wanted something from his. And gosh, I couldn't believe that I had the opportunity when to get that When I pulled page. this page out of the thing that it was in, yeah. I could not believe that it was actually real. And yes. I was like, is this the thing? Yeah. Is this really the thing? <laughs> So, yeah, we have it. I can't fucking believe it. Yeah, I don't think we've posted any pictures of it. So I'll Who post would have a, thought this uh, fucking uh, journey would yeah, lead us here? I'll post a picture so. of the scan of it on our social media so you can check that out. It's an awesome page. I'm happy to have it to add to our collection. Um, one thing that's cool about it, too, is the sound effects are in the pen, in, in the art. Uh-huh. The little knock-knock, yeah, and yeah. then when he hits them and it says pow, and all, stuff like that, all that is within such. the art. So I thought in that any was case, really cool, that's, too. Uh, yeah. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, please uh, check out the show notes. Follow all these amazing creators. They have great social media stuff. You can see all of Ross's commissions. All the that's one thing that I love sure about can. these these Kickstarters too is I get to see all the stuff that you're pumping out, all the commissions, all the pages <laughs> that you're drawing because you post them online. Although this drawer certainly is full of a lot of dry ass markers. Yeah, now at this point, <laughs> where are so all these markers? There, we... you need to throw these out already. They're well, no, we done. can't. That's what I'm saying. Should we throw them out? Should we leave them in here? I mean, what should we do? It's the nature of the drawer. I mean, I heard that he's using them. Oh, okay, okay. So... There we go. Yeah, definitely. I want to say, like everyone, follow all of the people that I've collaborated with on Stomped. I think that all of them are well you mentioned you know, they're involved they're, in so many fascinating projects that i'm immediately looking them up on but, my phone but, right now like I, I just i don't understand how they have time to work with me on on this project you know you don't understand I, I how you have time work. to be here yeah. so <laughs> you know but so I, I i don't know i just feel like they they all um they all deserve yes you know, they do any any artist really i mean deserved more eyes on their work and more appreciation so absolutely definitely excellent excellent Awesome. So uh, that was a great episode. I'm so glad you could join us. And now Danielle is going to say all the things. Oh, what? No. What about you say it? I don't think I will do that, actually. How about you do it? Okay, I'll do it. Here I go. You ready? This yeah. is your fault. <laughs> this is your fault. So thanks so much for joining us. It's a book club and friendship. And so join us again next time. And uh, we're on social media. We're on Instagram. Book club members podcast. And Gmail at bookclubmembergmail.com. And we also have Twitter sometimes. I think you should go on there. And Ross Radke is at a place online, too. You should Google him, probably. And uh, um, that's John. John's over there. He's sitting right there. There he is. If you Google my name, I think most of what comes up is some Pokemon fan art I drew in college. Sounds awesome. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I'm into well, it. I'll have links to Ross and yes. to all of our social medias in the show notes for this episode. Thanks, Daniel. Join us that again was, next week for yeah. Follow us on social in this media. Little drawer. Um, leave we'll us a review. You around uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you can. Next week we're going to be discussing. Wait, dang it! Hold on, Aubrey sent it to me, and I, <laughs> now I can't find. Aubrey it. makes this seem so easy. Okay, shut up. You uh, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm doing a podcast oh, here. Okay. I can't shut up. Right. Forgot. Next week, we're going to be reading The Amazing Spider-Man, issue 329. Mm. Introducing the Tri-Sentinel. Yeah, so that'll be fun. We're going to be checking that out next week. Sentinels and Spider-Man? The Tri-Sentinel. The Tri-Sentinel. That's Ross. a different that one, Ross. Different than, uh, than a mutant hunting sentinel? I guess we'll, I'll find out. Well, You're I guess have we'll to tune in. Out. You'll have to tune in next week, Ross, yeah. and find out. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Excellent. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas. I'm rolling around inside a little drawer. And I'm Ross Radke. And here I am. I'm saying support Ross's Kickstarter. Do it. Do that. Do that. Doesn't work without Aubrey. I know. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs>